Hi, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. Welcome to another episode of The True Spirit. Have our wonderful co-founder, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Jody. How's it going? All right, all right. Everything's all right? Uh, yeah, Matt is here with me, too. Hello. All right, and we have the wonderful genius, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too kind, too kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just came back from Burger King. We're trying the Impossible Burger this time. Uh, you know, uh, recap. Burger, Beyond Burger, we didn't really like it that much. Uh, you know, it doesn't really taste like meat uh, for me, and I guess for Matt too. You know, we've had some really good beef in the past, like burgers are really juicy and whatnot, like high quality. And for us, there's it's nowhere near that. So, but maybe the Impossible Burger is better, right? Uh, I, I, did you get one from BK too, or? Yeah, I got one too as well. I've been eating these things for, for the longest, you know, but I, I'll, I prefer to hear you guys' opinion at first. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Then I'll see. Yeah. All right. So I, I checked out the price, right? The meal with the fries and uh, Coke, that's I think like ten fifty. But if you get it yeah. alone, uh, just the burger, it's like seven fifty. So, you know, prices, you know, pretty much the same thing uh we'll see about the flavor right uh it's pretty big it's a big burger <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll see I'm, i'm not a fan of onion but uh uh-huh. yeah it's uh, different yep we got everything there we got the lettuce tomatoes uh pickles i don't like pickles matt loves pickles I don't like pickles either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did read, and then I guess we can talk about it later, about some of the fermented food, like kefir, because we were doing some research about milk and the pros and cons about that. So, And apparently pickles are probi- probiotic food. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, so yeah, here we here it goes. I'm going to take a bite out of it. All right. Should I go ahead? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Put the burgers right side up. Hopefully this one is better than you, Matt. It smells like a burger, like a Whopper. I guess that's everything else, but... Yeah. I like how they get the hard block on the burger back with Patty. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. The Beyond Burger looked, I guess, for me, physically, it looked more like a burger. This one's kind of skinny. No. Oh, mm, let me give him a close-up. Yeah. It, it tastes an awful lot like a regular Burger King Whopper. Exactly, yeah. But I don't know if that's because they grilled it on a Burger King grill. Like... You know, with all of the other meat, or if it's the toppings or what, but I think, you know, I can definitely, uh, you know, I would eat this again. It's not bad. Yeah. All right. I like it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. 
It does taste like real beef. Like, it tastes just like a Burger King burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I guess the next test is to try just like, you know, just buy the patty and cook the patty. And mm-hmm. But when, I guess the way Burger King does it, it tastes pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Props to Burger King. Mm-hmm. Did it right. <laughs> yep. Yes, I'm actually enjoying this too. Mm-hmm. I must say, I think the quality from the, the first, since the first time it dropped, like it came out, I think it's, it's diminished a bit, but it's not as good as it Some pickles. Matt loves pickles. Matt, I'll give Matt my pickles. <laughs> what else? Uh, so, you know, what else have you been up to this week? Uh, we, we catch Mulan. Mulan, the Disney Plus premiere, had to pay 30 bucks, 30 full bucks for a home movie. Have you, have you seen anything interesting? No, but I, I think I'll, I'll watch this on. I, my 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 first is doing it from there, so I I, I watched it for free. I guess. Lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. No. How was it like the live action compared to you actually did, huh? the, the animated version? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that a while ago. Yeah, yeah. When we were kids, you know. I think the music was better in the in the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. yeah, the action sequences in this one were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, she kicks the spear. And, well, I won't ruin it for everybody, <laughs> but it's, yeah. cool. it's cool. Yeah. Are you gonna be excited about what? <laughs> so yeah, so I guess we can also talk a little bit about Neuralink, right? Uh, yeah, Matt. <laughs> any any thoughts, comments? Wanna walk us through it a little bit? I, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, that's Elon's, you know, one of Elon's many, uh, you know, technological breakthroughs lately. Uh, he's an innovator. Sure. Yeah, he's like the tech Jesus. He's a tech guru. Yeah. But um, so this neural link is uh, basically designed to um, analyze. Um, you know, uh, brain patterns like uh, the, you know, basically all of our senses, everything we touch, you know, see, taste, hear, smell, they're all mm-hmm. um, at their core uh, electrical signals sent between neurons in our, in our brain. And, you know, we can't really comprehend uh, the complexity of these these pathways uh, um, but what we can do is uh, sort of measure these electrical impulses with uh, electrodes which are basically their wires little you know tiny I think they're like 0.04 millimeter wide uh, wires that are uh, robotically placed inside of the cerebral cortex and these electrodes will measure the um, you know the electric um, basically firing of, of these neurons mm-hmm. 
Um, and when I say firing, I mean you know, like uh, like an action potential.、Um, and we can see that you know when the leg moves or the arm moves, like there are certain、uh, patterns、uh, in the, in the firing of these neurons. And if we can、uh, use you know algorithms to you know, basically. Recognize those patterns. If you know which patterns to look for,、uh, then you can sort of reverse、uh, engineer that and like simulate、uh, those patterns with a computer, and you you can basically read and and write these patterns. So like if someone, you know, someone could operate a robotic arm just by thinking about. Moving that arm, you know,、mm-hmm. with with、uh, the neural link、um, in place,、mm-hmm. it's pretty、uh, pretty powerful stuff.、Mm-hmm. Um, when you consider like all of the the paraplegics out there, and、um, you know, people that have、uh, brain illnesses, they they give them, you know, like let's say chronic pain or like. Depression or anxiety or,、um, you know, all of these things are just、uh, electrical impulses that can be,、um, you know, controlled,、mm-hmm. basically. And、um, yeah, it sort of opens up, you know, this this whole new world of,、uh, you know, electronics、uh, to to brain like interactions,、mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I guess eventually, like the goal is to、uh, use it, you know, in deeper parts of the brain, not just the cerebral cortex, but like, you know, the hypothalamus and the amygdala, and you know, deeper、uh, parts inside the brain that control、um, a wide variety of of things.、Mm-hmm. And also, what I got from it is that. The significance of it, because right now there is some technology、uh, resembling what Neuralink is trying to do, but it's a lot more bulky, right? So the、mm. way it works is pretty much, you know, if you've seen the Matrix, that's how it works right now, right? They basically drill a hole in your head, right? The, and they plug it in with a machine that kind of reads.、Uh, what was it? What's that called? Oh,、uh, action. Uh, well, with the, with but with the current technology, it's like very invasive,、mm-hmm. and and the electrodes they use、um, are like very large, and they they actually displace you know a significant amount of brain matter,、mm-hmm. which you know could be detrimental to the health of the、mm-hmm. individual. Yep.、Um, Yep. But these these the way this technology is different is that it's like minimally invasive. Pretty、uh, small. Yeah. The the the. About like twenty three, twenty three millimeters by eight. Right. Yeah, yeah. The the neural link、uh, chip,、um, the whole device is about the size of a quarter in width, and yeah, like twenty three millimeters and then eight millimeters、uh, thick. I don't remember the exact specs, but just really small. It's, you know, it's, it's like you basically would drill、like、a hole in the skull, 
and it would kind of it would just fit where the skull would be in that area and it just kind of like seamlessly um, you know fits you wouldn't you wouldn't have anything protruding outside of your outside of your head um Jody are you stepping up it's, there's like a lot of wind coming from you I'm sorry what, what? Uh, no, it just sounded like there was a lot of wind from your side. Oh, no, I, I'm like indoors. Yeah. Okay, alright. Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe the Skype connection or something. But yeah, I know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a huge improvement from the current technology, right? From going a huge machine that's kind of like Matrix-like, where they plug you in, you got this whole big cable protruding from your head to pretty much a little ship, right? Yeah, they put it in there, no one knows you have it, and... It's all, it's all wireless, you know, you, uh -huh. go, you yeah. go to bed and you just put a wireless charger mm -hmm. on your head at night. Yeah, it's up, kind of weird. Imagine, like, you charge our cell phones overnight now, we have to charge them. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, it's supposed to give you an all-day charge right. as well, so, and I think where it's placed too, which is towards the top of the head, mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's easy to hide, I guess, just grow some hair. Right. Uh, possibly put a hat on. Mm -hmm. right. Like, who, who looks at the top of your head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you had hair too, it, you know, covered up. Just like you wouldn't be able to tell who who has it. Maybe Elon already has one in his brain. Maybe maybe I have one. <laughs> I think Matt definitely has one. That that explains some of the malfunctions once in a while, you know. <laughs> Error. <laughs> uh, I guess if it malfunctions, like that would be yeah, that's a that's actually a huge thing. Huge, they were like, yeah, what sure. happens when it malfunctions? Yeah, like it, what if the battery overheats or leaks or something? You get yeah, eh, that could be that could be bad. But I'm sure they'll um, you know they'll they'll have a bunch of tests before they start mm -hmm. you know, mass yeah, producing it. The surgery itself, though, it said it'll be like pretty much like less than an hour, and it could be done without general anesthesia. I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> like you literally, technically, without general anesthesia, and under an hour, and like you can leave the hospital the same exact day. That's like all interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I guess they'd use like a local anesthetic mm -hmm. on yeah. that specific area of your skull mm -hmm. that they're opening, mm -hmm. but. But yeah, other than that, I mean, actually inserting the electrodes wouldn't hurt at all because you don't have uh, pain receptors uh, in on your actual uh, brain. Then, right? mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't know, maybe. But there's supposedly no bleeding. Mm -hmm. There's are so, the electrodes are so small, you just, mm -hmm. it just like goes in and doesn't bleed or mm -hmm. anything. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm just really, uh, you know, really interested in it because it's, it has the potential to open up a world of knowledge and just, you know, ability, you know, to calculate things that we've never even, you know, uh, never had before. It'd be like, uh, so, you know, suddenly you have a calculator in your head or you have an encyclopedia in your head. You don't need to draw you know go do a google search and type everything in that you want to find you just think about mm -hmm. it 
Mm-hmm. Then you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there, there are a lot of pluses to it. So, like, I used to like imagine my gift and my child And, like, I, I, I love the computer design field, but I, I see like a lot of things with these hacks. So, like, how, how would that look? And now it's like version 0.9. So, I, how many versions is it going to take? And I believe almost nothing is a pack. Right. Like, where goes the, what about the safety of that? So, like, open up like new set of attacks but it's how it is that well maybe uh maybe if they incorporated blockchain technology into uh into the reading and and writing um of this information you know uh I I guess I don't want to go on a whole spiel about blockchain, but but to make it simple, if everybody who had this neural link and you know had a you know the blockchain of all of these these uh, neuron interactions, you know, sort of downloaded onto their neural link. Then, if there was ever an outlier, like some issue where someone had hacked one neural link or another, the you know the, the correct blockchain would be the only one recognized by everybody using their neural link. So the outlier would automatically get you know, thrown out. And what about the data that it takes? Like I know, like you need uh, like hundreds of computing power to like uh, block. Right, right. So, like, like, how? What, what about the space for that? You know, because as a college, it's essentially like a group of like computers put together. You know, so like, where would that build? And would that itself be like physically secure too, as well? That, that's like another thing. The way the way yeah. it would the way it would have to work in order to make the devices themselves uh, foolproof and unha- immutable, basically unhackable. You'd have to have that blockchain downloaded directly onto the ner- each neural link device. Uh, the it, it it's actually the way it's coded is is very eloquent, and it's not um, you know it's it doesn't take up a whole lot of data. Like the You'd be surprised to know the the entire Bitcoin blockchain. You know, basically all the data for every transaction that has ever occurred in the Bitcoin network is sums up to about 240 gigabytes. Which right now you could fit that on a hard drive the size of a stick of gum. You know, with our current technology uh, and semiconductors. Um, and I, I think we're at like the seven nanometer. Um, Production process for uh, you know, laser chip manufacturing, and like a, a, a two years ago, it was 14 nanometers. So we're able to fit twice as much data on the same amount of you know chip volume as 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 we did as we could two years ago. So and that's only going to uh, continue uh, at that rate, I believe. Uh, it's they got more. I believe with Bitcoin though, I know they have like a like the whole data mine aspect like takes a lot power too. So like like how would that be like environment? Do you need to like definitely transfer over to like 
wherever, wherever, you know, like, because each space, let's say the space is taken care of the ship-wise, like the power that's going to be drawn from it, we make sure, like, it takes up tons of power. So we just make sure that, uh, like, we, we are environmental, you know, friendly place. Check out the creature, by the way, guys. Creature.com, check that out. So, um, yeah, we, that, we, we take up yeah. a lot of, a lot of, uh, electricity, basically, is what you're saying. It, take up a and lot need, of like um, clean sources yeah uh, especially like if everybody had a neural link that'd be like everybody using the, you know that blockchain it take um, it takes a lot of power i guess that's 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 the problem with everything these days i mean these, these electric cars you know the, the bitcoin the you know the advanced computer technology all this takes a lot of energy and we're still we're still harvesting most of that energy from fossil fuels um but i don't think that uh you know holding holding back on um, advancing uh these various technologies um i agree with you yeah. is, is is warranted by the excess power consumption but it's it's, it's a very good point we need to we need to generate uh, basically power that has very, very, very small uh, you know, ecological footprint. Um, that's like the <laughs> the biggest problem of our time, in, in my opinion, renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I guess, you know, there's a lot of good information outside about solar solar energy sources but i guess we can talk about it uh next week right um talk more about it a lot of it out there is you know kind of red information that's red which is okay right a lot of research there's a lot of good research already out there but i guess we can add our two cents to the conversation as well and you know see how that plays out with all the tech and all our needs and all of that so yeah yeah i agree we should do an entire episode just on um renewable energy possibilities mm-hmm. things that that have been tried and things that haven't been tried mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. let's see if we can shed some light on that situation mm-hmm. yeah i love it mm-hmm. and we can even do an episode about blockchain that'd be cool oh hell yeah that would yeah. be awesome matt matt loves i would love that <laughs> i would love that yeah I think that's that's one of the greatest inventions of our time too. Yeah. yeah. But um but yeah, like I, I back to the Neuralink. I think it has a lot of potential. You know, I think you could make it safe and I think you could make it um you know really really a really powerful tool for mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine imagine you're like sitting in your in your room and you know you want to play video games so you just think about it and then your tv turns on and you're you're you know you're in there you're like controlling the cursor with your mind mm-hmm. and you're moving around through this world um it's a different level of gaming that's that sounds cool oh yeah let's read this to go outside <laughs> I think the the only side that's missing and I, I think that's already talked about a lot is that you know tech is moving forward right we're we're trying and 
or some really uh, smart engineers and whatnot. But the side that seems to be lagging is the, let's say, the ethical or legal side, right? Uh, part of, arguably, you know, part of our society and the strength of it is the rule of law, right? And, you know, rules and regulations that everyone follows so we can uh, have an orderly society with rights, human rights, and all that sort of good stuff. But in terms of tech, I, I don't think there's a robust body of law. I don't think that, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I, that doesn't seem to be my impression, right? And I think one of the reasons why is because lawyers in general, you know, they don't have an engineering background. They don't understand computer programming and all that sort of thing. And, you know, all the possibilities in terms of tech, right? So. You know, how can you make those laws if you don't even understand, you know, how everything works, right? So I think, you know... gave somebody a great idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think we, you know, I think that needs to be developed more, right? Uh, you know, lawyers, I, I think lawyers are important, right? <laughs> you know, a lot of people have those bad lawyer jokes, but, you know, they're necessary. They keep society functioning, right? Intellectual property, contracts, real estate, finance, you know, that's basically the most, I think, you know, it's pretty much the most important thing of a modern society. And Matt is a Greek, Greek history, Roman history fan, right? And they, I think they, they, they had pretty good, you know, legal systems, you know, compared to other societies, probably. And so, yeah, I think that... Compared to ours. Uh, yep. That they were like... So, yeah, I think, you know, uh, in terms of tech, you know, as you know, it can grow as much and be as modern as possible, but then we need the regulations to, to keep that in order, right? To make sure no one does weird stuff that, you know, people don't know about. So, yeah, something to keep in mind. So, you know, I guess we'll we'll see you guys next week, right? Uh, next week, we'll probably get into renewable energy sources, right? Yeah, solar, wind, everything that's happening. Why is it not out there? You know, what can we do about it? And, you know, we might try uh, a homemade Impossible Burger, see if it's just the Burger King magic or, you know, what's going on there. So, yeah. How does that sound, Jody? Check us out at Give us some feedback on the podcast, on the Treaster, you know, like, go on the theme, type it up. You can also go on the um, Instagram, Twitter, look us up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And now we're on YouTube, too. So, you know, you'll get to see us in full glory. Uh, <laughs> make sure to comment there, right? Share subscribe us. and like. Let's subscribe, like. <laughs> comments we'll, we'll answer them you know if anyone has interesting things to talk about we'd love to even have a debate have you guys uh on the program you know we like a hearty debate so opposite opposite points of view too you know that that's all good stuff yeah all right, all right guys all right and we'll see you next week all yeah. right take care jody all right take care man take care everyone. Bye. Thanks. Okay.